0: I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless.
1: Enough time for one more story. (laughs) It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Be afraid. Be very afraid. We all go a little mad sometimes. They're coming to get you, Barbara.
0: George C. Scott
2: to me will always be Gen- General George Smith Patton and Strong Ebenezer James. Scrooge. But to Tyler, yes. I believe he'll always be Grandpa Ivan from Angus.
3: <laughs> he was in that movie.
2: Yeah, you don't remember Angus? I do remember of, that movie. Really? He was, yeah, he was. His, yeah, he was his grandpa in that movie. I did not notice that. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll be ashamed of yourself. I
3: know, and I call
0: myself a nerd. Yeah. In this week's episode, 1980. The Changeling. Mm-hmm. I had never seen this before. I had neither. I Not had really, I had God. heard of
2: this film, but I, yeah, I, same thing. I would never seen it before until
0: I, I saw this. I th- mm-hmm. thought
2: I
3: heard of this movie, but I also thought it had Angelina Jolie in it. Yeah,
4: yeah you know, that's yeah, the that, newer. That, one. Yeah, that's
2: just Changeling. Yep. Yeah, this is the Changeling,
4: and they also have one on Netflix, but it takes place over in England. Oh, this is kind of a hidden gem.
3: It is. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like this movie.
4: Yeah, it was all right. It was uh, was a slow burner.
3: It was one of those movies where nobody in the movie really makes any bad decisions except for like one, which we'll get into
0: now. I don't know that I agree totally with that.
4: (laughs) Yeah. There's like- There's room for debate. Yeah, there's a lot of room for debate. (laughs) And and once we point it out, I think you'll be like, oh yeah, I guess that is true. This Uh, was a well-made film though.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. the cinematography was really good. In yes, this. and I I looked up the guy. I can't remember what his name was, but he hadn't really done anything of note. But I thought the cinematography in this was really really good. Mm-hmm. Did this
0: go back and forth between thirty five millimeter and sixty? It it,
2: looked, seemed it seemed like, like it. it did. I don't know. It just depends on like typical scenes and. stuff And if like it that.
0: did, was that on purpose? Was that a I think it's creative kinda, choice. It,
3: kind of make you been. feel yeah. Kind of make you feel anxious and uneasy. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This was a. Based on a story, one of the writers of this, uh, Russell Hunter, he, he stayed at a uh, place, it was called a uh, the Henry Treat Rogers Mansion, which is in Denver, Colorado, and when he was living there in the 1960s, he was experiencing a series of unexpected phenomena.
0: Was
4: it next door to the Stanley Hotel? <sighs> That's what I was wondering. <clears throat>
2: I don't believe so.
4: And I wonder what they mean by a series of...
2: Basically, basically... Sort of kind of the same stuff that happens to him in this film. Ah,
4: we'll okay.
2: So, not know all of that's 100% accurate, but either way, it ended up making us'
4: So, it's like poltergeist
0: activity. Mm-hmm. In the Cecil Hotel. Mm-hmm. Of course, those unexpected phenomenon have to do with you know, being yeah. surrounded by Skid Row. Yeah. Right.
3: <laughs>
4: Certainly
2: didn't help things. And this was also... Location, location, location. One mm-hmm. of the producers of this was Mario... Kessar, I believe is his name. He's a Lebanese you, producer.
4: I thought you were gonna say yeah. Mario Andretti. Like, <laughs> and who knows? Really?
2: But uh this was one of the first films he was a producer or executive, excuse me. He was also an executive of the first three Rambo films. Total Recall, Jacob's Ladder, The Doors, Terminator Two, Basic wow. Instinct, <laughs> Cliffhanger. So he ended up a of you know. That's what I saw.
3: That's where I've seen that name yep. was Terminator two. Yep. Jacob's I knew I'd Ladder. seen that before. Mm-hmm.
4: He did that one.
2: Yeah, the one with uh Oh, what's his name? Not- Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah.
4: Does he have a? That was a messed up movie. Okay, no. All right. I'm thinking of a different kind of movie. It's um, trippy. I guess I, I'd have to see that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a, a psychological. Yeah, it's, it is. It's messed up. Yep. That but that's be. a story for a future episode. Mm-hmm. Today we're focusing on Lorenzo again. I, I I say a hidden gem. Lama. It probably was. <laughs> more well-known. It just wasn't well-known in my circles, because I'd never seen it before. But I was pleasantly surprised. Normally, if there's a horror movie that I don't know very much about, or haven't seen, there's a reason for that. This one, um, no, I just... There's so many out there. There is.
1: You start talking
0: about... Someone asked me one time about our podcast they said what are you going to do when you run out of horror movies like we're not well you will never run out of horror movies Uh, even if they're
3: garbage horror movies i mean
0: i'm not just meaning because they're constantly making them but i mean there is an endless list of horror movies
3: and our goal is to cover every horror movie right and
0: you can cover the the well-known ones i mean we've we've done the friday the 13th franchise we've none of those are crappy and dabbled into halloween and child's play and the shining but i mean we could spend years covering Mm -hmm. horror movies that are Pretty much. If we run unknowns. out of horror, right.
4: horror movies, you've been dead for weeks. Right.
0: Yeah, the independent
3: market is just chock full of B, C, D horror movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like, I that's had when a, we're, like, uh,
4: scraping the bottom of the barrel. We're probably not going to be touching too many of those. Why? I mean, like, we have so many A-listers to choose from. When we're running out of movies, we would start grabbing we, We've right. got to
0: keep our audience on its toes, though. Right. Well, and there's nothing wrong with covering contemporary or, more well-known horror movies, and a lot of them are good, but it's kind of fun to cover some of these unknowns that I know a lot of our listeners know very little about.
3: Like, you remember that movie? I think it came out like 10 years ago called Baghead.
0: No. Yeah. What's yeah, that? that was weird. Yeah, and it was- It, it was w- disturbing, yeah. Was it, a, it a shooter? It, it, it was indie, very yeah. indie.
3: It was very, you could tell it was made on a really cheap budget. But it was it was effective. I mean, one a, a good movie. But no. when
0: you watched it, it
3: grabbed your. Right. Attention I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. I take
4: that back, Craig. Because one movie that we definitely should get in and cover, where the guy invites the this girl or this woman over to like study him and whatnot, and he turns out to be oh creep, Creep yeah, creep. creep, yeah. So that would that, that would be a B lister that we would cover.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. that that'll that's a staple. So yeah. th- that that's why I say right.
3: that. That's a good one.
0: So let's jump into this thing. We start off in upstate New York on November 27th. We don't get a year, but we get the month and day. Not really sure why we needed that. Uh, we get a family pushing a car. John Russell, played by George C. Scott.
2: I remember somebody telling me one time about George C. Scott. He said that uh, he just looks like every single character that he plays. He really yeah. does. Like even playing Ebenezer Scrooge and Patton. I mean, just, he, he looks he he the part. He just
0: embodies the role. Yes. His wife and daughter are helping him push their car is broken down on a snowy road in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they push it off to the side of the road. Uh, apparently um, it's not the middle of nowhere because there's a phone booth out here. It looks like the middle of the woods, but there's a phone booth. Right. Well, uh, he goes to make a phone call while his wife and daughter are playing. A snowball fight? fight? Yeah, throwing snowballs at each other yep. in front of the car.
4: Next to a, a highway road.
2: Yep. They're off to the side of the road.
0: As fate would have it, tragedy is about to befall this happy family.
2: You can't have a horror film without some like
1: this. Right.
0: Trauma. Tragedy. Um, a dump truck and a, uh, another car are converging on one another. In the middle of the road, um, the car swerves, loses control, so the dump truck swerves and hits the station wagon. And the impact kills the wife and daughter.
4: Yes, the best way to describe their death would be... pancaked, Mangled.
2: Yeah. And the idiot driving the car didn't get what he deserved. Right, Right. yeah, he drove off. I can't remember. I was just so shocked by what happened to the mother and daughter. Yeah. That was messed up. Kathy and Joanne
0: are their names. Kathy's the daughter and Joanne is the wife.
4: Yeah, it's unfortunate. So we
0: get a freeze frame on the horrified look on... John Russell's face as we get our title card. Red means scary. Yep. So we get our opening credits as we see John walking, I'm assuming out of his place of business in the city. It says it, what, four months later? Are we four months later? I
2: believe so, yeah.
0: Yep. So we have John walking back to his apartment, and his apartment is packed up. It's empty. It's got boxes packed inside. I appreciate that about movies where they... They don't feel the need to expose everything that's right. happening. It's pretty yeah. obvious. Okay. You we don't can not hold pick your up, hand through the whole yeah, thing. Right. Short and right. to the point. We can yep. pick up from this that, oh, this is where he lives, but it's packed up. He must be moving. And you can piece together, oh, well, if this is a short time after that, probably he's moving away to get away from memories of the tragedy that he's dealt with. Right.
4: I wonder Which he, makes sense. Yeah. I wonder if he thought to like, I know this sounds horrible, but what if, when he was uh, in that phone booth, what if he was calling a life insurance agent? You know?
3: Or what if he was calling his mistress, saying, it's time. <laughs> and <laughs> like she it. was driving the dump truck. <laughs>
0: <That's> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like, a- <laughs> I don't like where that just went. <laughs> it's a dial M for murder situation yep. going on right. here. Whoa.
4: That was close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he has a servant. How much money does this guy have? I asked myself I this question several times watching this movie.
3: I mean, he's a, I'm assuming, tenured college professor yeah. of music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much they make, but I don't think it's- Do know, they make enough to hire out. help?
1: Yeah.
4: I well, why depends depends didn't he, he have it? a better car then?
0: Yeah, a car that doesn't break down in the yeah. middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah.
4: He'd still have a whole family.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Shouldn't Jeeves be driving it?
0: <laughs> right. Um, he has a flashback of his daughter playing with her uh, rubber ball. It's a red and white striped rubber ball. and, and um, Keep that in mind for the future. She bounces it toward him, and then we, he comes back to the present where the ball has fallen out of one of the boxes that his servant is trying to move and bounces toward him. So remember that ball. Yep. Foreshadowing.
4: I'm glad he didn't freak out on her. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> that was my daughter's. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir.
0: I don't know. We then get John yes. flying somewhere. He's on a jet, um, walks through the airport, and he's meeting with uh, friends, I guess, at their house. I'm assuming these are other college professors. I don't know how far away he is from... See, it seems to me, because there's several scenes that show him walking through the city, and they all look like the same place he was at during the opening credits.
2: I think a lot of this was like filmed in... Maybe you know, he's in the like same city, shooters. he's just
0: moving out. I'm not sure. It, it but why looks, was he on a plane? I don't...
3: It looks like a, a fancy, but still terrible party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, so Yeah, unenjoyable. This is where he talks about Joanne and Kathy. Um, their accident was four months ago. So we really aren't that far removed from it. I mean, at all. Normally yeah. you see... Still pretty fresh. These kind of family tragedies, and then you get like a couple of years later or something. Right. This is four months.
4: Aren't we lucky... No one ever, we rarely get that. Those wounds are still fresh, Jontel. We, we get to see what he's, uh, his, his mourning process.
3: The blood is still on your clothes, Jontel.
4: It's probably still on that. Yeah, probably drum not, drum I'm too. throwing them
0: away if that blood's not coming off my clothes. I don't think there was blood. <laughs> uh, it wasn't very graphic. No, it wouldn't. Oh, but it would have been. Oh, yeah.
4: Like, oh, like, yeah. I don't even, they would have been dismembered they got hit. some level.
3: They got hit by their, a Mac their station wagon and then run over by oh, a truck. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, called double tap. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. He Jeez. wanted to make
3: sure that life insurance went through.
0: That's probably how he's affording all
4: this. They're... Probably.
0: This huh. is where we find out he is a, a famous alumnus and well known composer. And apparently a billionaire. Yeah. For this college. And he's coming here to teach. So this is obviously a different school than he was at before. He said they, they offered to let him stay at the house instead of the hotel. And he said, actually, I think I'm going to look for a, a house to rent so I can yeah. be alone. I can really focus on. You know, my music.
3: Which sounds normal, but then sure. why why are you staying in Scrooge McDuck's
0: house? Right. right. Yeah, we cut to um, him being shown a, a mansion. It's yes. things like three He's stories tall. 70 rooms. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. If you
3: have a music hall,
0: it's a big house. <laughs> right. Right. I didn't, I just, it never really explained why he wants this massive, massive place.
4: Maybe acoustics?
0: Ego? I mean, we're not talking like uh, the haunting type of massive, right. but it's pretty no, darn big.
3: But it, you pull up on the house, and as soon as you see it, you're like, yeah, that place is haunted. Yeah, it's I mean, it looks like a 10, 12 bedroom It's house. like oh, yeah. it was
4: made for a family. Right. And he and there. some.
3: He, he's there by himself, and right. he's like 50. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's kind of a little his, kid, he but he looks 50. pretty old. But he's yeah. just like, are you expecting to have another family, or right. why, why are you in this gigantic house?
0: So the lady showing him the house, who I thought was like the real estate agent, her name is Claire. It yeah, works out like
2: the historical society or yeah. something. Played by Christian like, Van Devere. D- D- yeah, D- they D- were they were actually her and Georgie e. Scott were actually married. I was same. gonna I was gonna
3: say I thought you said that.
2: I think they actually did half a dozen films together. I think really mm-hmm. was she was is she in actually
3: Patton? was she in The Exorcist Three? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Was no. he in
0: that? Yes, he was. She is actually a member of the Historical Society, and says the uh, house—no one has lived in this house. It was last occupied twelve years ago.
4: I would just just make stuff up to people if I'm trying to like get the house off the market.
3: And that's how you get sued. Yeah, they don't know.
4: And this should have been George
0: or John's first red flag. Yeah, it needs work. The house needs work. She says they haven't tried very hard with this place. There's always a reason for that. big nice place like that. This thing would sell for millions if you were going to fix this up and sell it. Yeah. She said they were all these things that they were quote unquote going to do with the house. Right? It is a beautiful house. Right. Yeah. right. They were going to turn it into a museum. Yeah. Which I mean it could it's that big of a house. I mean this could this would be a large right. museum.
3: We're talking like all wood built-in bookcases, like the crown molding is just huge yeah. and elaborate, huge high ceilings. Big chandeliers in every room.
0: Yeah. This property would sell for several
4: million
3: yeah. dollars. Again, how are you affording this?
4: <laughs> right. Hey, that life insurance probably kicked in. It's been four months. So why is he renting? Yeah. I was gonna why see. would not he just buy it? <laughs> because I think they give him the money in installments. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I'm just, I'm ballparking and spitballing.
0: She said Mr. Tuttle is the name of the caretaker. He Mr. Takes, Tuttle. Yeah. He takes care of the house.
2: Yeah, no, I don't know who this actor is.
0: <laughs> now, we cut to, I guess it's the next day, John's playing music. There's one key on the piano that's not working.
3: At least not for him.
0: Right. Uh, Mr. Tuttle comes in and tells him that what a wa- someone's here to deliver a water storage tank, so J- John gets up to leave with Mr. Tuttle, and as he walks away, as John leaves the room, um, we zoom in on the piano, and the key that was not working Plays on its own and it works. Bong,
3: bong, 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 bong.
1: Oh, spooky coast oh, music. yeah, I'm just yeah like We thinking. get we
2: got quite a few of these in this film. Yeah, it's just like weird noises and stuff like
0: that. Oh yeah, and classic haunted house film. Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. Right, but like, how long do things have to occur before you're like, all right, that's not okay. the house settling anymore? Okay, as
2: an audience, we saw that we didn't. He didn't.
4: See right. That. How long right. are how long are you in this house, John Till? Well. It just depends on what's occurring. As we continue and things are occurring, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you when my exiting will be occurring. He's giving So he's
3: been here, what, two nights now, probably? Yeah. About a week, maybe?
4: So two nights, I can stomach two nights. Okay. John's at
0: the the college. Um, He's giving a lecture. A class called Advanced Musical Form. I don't know that this would be a class I'd be interested in. Or one that would
3: afford you a gigantic house. Right.
0: I'm kind of moving right along here. He's at a symphony orchestra um, that night. Claire is there. They're talking some more. I guess it's a benefit that they're at concert because an old senator is giving a speech. Senator Carmichael. It's Melvin so, Douglas. He seems yeah. like a straight shooter. Oscar, Oscar winner Melvin yeah. Douglas.
3: Yeah, there's,
2: there's really no bad acting in this movie. Mm-mm. It was all well acted. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes, I believe he won two Oscars, Melvin Douglas did. Goodness. Let's see, HUD for Best Supporting Actor, and I think it was just the year before this one came out.
3: Terminator 2. He was one of the Terminators, right?
2: No. Oh. Not, not No, not that one. Oh, okay. It had Peter Sellers in it. Teenage Be- Mutant Ninja Turtles. Close. Yes. It's called Being there, I think. Oh.
0: Secret of the Ooze. Yes. I mean,
2: movies that, like, a lot of people aren't really going to care about. Well, I bet did. that guy does. You got an Oscar. Yeah. I'm just talking about. The Academy about, well, cared. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I'm just talking about mostly Our, like, you know, yeah. casual fans.
0: They're biased. Right? Oh, we also find the name of the mansion in this scene. Did you guys catch it? The Chessman Hill house. house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chessman House.
2: Chessman House. Chess- yep. So we go back to the I house. Thought was, I thought it was Cheeseman. <laughs>
0: and it's just a very creepy atmosphere that the, they were able to create here. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, whole, this whole next scene nope. is just him outside the house, it's, a, it's one shot. Of him pulling the car into the garage, which seemed a little out of place. Yeah, but he pulls into the garage. He comes out of the out of the garage, and he's walking around the front of the house. And there's thunder. There's a storm a brewing. Mm. Ooh, mm. yeah. And we just get okay.
2: yeah
0: an exterior shot of the house. I just simple. I mean, it was just a simple shot like that created very it's- atmospheric. And like I said, mm-hmm.
3: the, the cinematography goes a long way in this movie. I know oh, yeah. we keep we keep saying that, but it's like there's a lot of close-up and shots and the score, and there's a lot of like very effective um, score. Steady cam mm-hmm. shots where mm-hmm. like you don't know if it's like the camera following a person or if it's actually like a ghost following POV a POV shot. And, and the, there's a lot of
0: scenes that are maybe ten fifteen seconds right, and then it jumps to the next day. Right, claustrophobic. Yes, it oh. is. The next morning, uh, John wakes up in his bed six a.m says on the clock and there's a loud banging noise
4: yeah i i, th- I think at this point like I'm repetitive a- banging on sounds like metal. yeah i'm asking questions
3: you're asking questions so you're not you're not quite to the moving stage yet no not yet okay. but i'm like because all, all, right. all new houses make weird noises well, the, you're not used to
4: well this isn't a new house right well it's i mean it's an old house so it's you. gonna make noises but right, right. Yeah, yeah, home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah houses
0: you're not familiar with right I've had that even. I remember growing up when I'd stay at uh friend's houses and there'd just be noises throughout the night where it's like, what was that? Right.
3: I guess the water heater could make a growling
1: ooh, noise. That,
4: yeah. When it's firing up or right. something. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It goes, get out.
4: Yeah.
1: Get out. Zool. Zool. <laughs> uh,
0: so John's playing piano. Um, another great scene here. Framed really well. He's playing the piano, and the door behind him opens on its own. It yep. slowly opens. So he gets up and goes and looks. No one's out there. He asks Mr. Tuttle. He thinks maybe it's Mr. Tuttle, and Mr. Tuttle appears coming in from outside behind him. So it obviously wasn't him.
3: I'm trying not to use his name because I keep wanting to call him Tuttlesworth.
4: Tuttlesworth? I know it's not right. <laughs> I but like that. I'm afraid that though.
3: if I use it, I'll say Tuttlesworth instead of Mr. Tuttle. We
0: kind of hear, I think we hear like a voice from upstairs, like a very faint voice or breathing coming from up the stairs. John's recording his music, though. He's got Mm -hmm. this big double reel recorder that he uses to record his music. Another very effective tool comes into play in this movie. Um, Setting
3: up a lot of stuff here.
0: Yeah. Claire arrives. uh, She has more stuff for the house for John. She's definitely interested, right? Oh, yeah.
3: Was I imagining this? No. No, she was... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Throwing herself out there, let's, for sure. Let's turn to our resident expert on romantic signals.
2: Okay. She's into him, right?
4: Yeah, right. I think he's he has not the, terrible looking. Yeah. I, mean, he's,
2: I mean, yeah, he's not he's more like John like would say Shelley Duvall or something, but <laughs> he's got that experienced look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's seasoned, seasoned. That's and a
3: good.
0: Uh, that's of these always play him. the bad guy in a western. Yes, yeah. So it looks like
4: he's been that, beat though. up, though. Yeah, he's seasoned. Yeah. He has uh, some city miles on him, if you will.
2: I do not even think John Wayne looked this bad? And he was. I insane? won't
4: go so far as to say Claire's
0: throwing <laughs> herself at him, but she's definitely giving him the. Yeah,
4: she's putting the ball
0: in his. Yeah. Port. Some come hither vibes. Yeah, she's uh and she's out I there flagging the men. Yeah, if he's an airplane, she's dressed um, in a equestrian outfit. Yeah, he asks her if she's uh, riding horses. She's like, "Oh yes." Do you ride? <laughs> They're in funny. if he's like, "Oh, you ride horses?" And she's like, "No, no, never. <laughs> You're just." I just like that.
3: I'm rich. I just have riding boots and a bowler hat because I, I like wearing it. I find this I'm very rich. comfortable.
0: Yep. Um so they go riding through the woods. Really nothing came out of this them riding through the woods other than him talking about
2: his daughter like loved horses or something. Yeah, his
0: daughter loved horses and he's thinking about his daughter. And it, yeah. fur- it furthered the uh romantic.
3: Aspect of it, I guess. I, guess. I can't imagine anything sure. more romantic
1: about.
4: No, right. Abortion. I don't see that getting you any strange later. It's you uncomfortable, about your dead daughter. Yeah, not yeah, well, really sore. Not
0: that, but, but
4: yeah, they poop? she got, she got she hit pooped. by a station wagon that was mangled by a Mack truck. Oh my gosh, you're a great guy. Like, no, uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the story I led with to get you. I was <laughs> driving the dump truck. <laughs> <I> was <laughs> it was actually and my, my mistress
3: at the same time. I'm a horrible person. i tell
0: you, we're also in the Matrix. So we cut to the next morning. Um, John wakes up crying. I think he has another flashback
2: Yeah,
0: of the accident. As he you wakes would. up crying. Like a little. Still very much in the. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Man, get
0: over it. It's just a kid. It's just a kid. kid. <laughs> four just a kid. You make another one. Move on. You can also not get four another days one. days, for months. Yeah. <laughs> if you can afford a giant house. It's not even the same season anymore. <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> Pull off the Band Aid already. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's 6 a.m. and he hears the banging noise again. So Tuttle and him are checking the pipes in the basement. Um, Tuttle. he's try- Tuttle's trying to explain what could possibly be causing this. And he says, why would it be repetitive and why would it be starting at exactly 6 a.m. two days in a row? Oh, it's because this place is haunted. I don't know, Russell. Oh, right. Yeah, that, that's the poltergeist. I mowed the lawn. Just- <laughs> You're asking me <laughs> yeah. about plumbing. I, I think- don't know
3: why you didn't <laughs> ask me sooner.
2: I would have told you that right off the bat.
3: I he just says, I think he
2: says it's older what would you say like maybe in the pipes or something like yeah. air yeah you can get air trapped in the pipes yeah.
3: but it's like it's weird that it would do that at the same time
2: yeah if but you
0: can- have a question about sod or shrubbery I'm your guy Shrub- but supernatural plumbing I have no idea
4: yeah <laughs> can't help you there I slept through that class <laughs> it John, was an elective John Russell is that your name yeah I'm. I'm not your servant
0: You don't treat me like you did that woman in your apartment.
4: (laughs) She called me.
0: (laughs) She told me the whole sleazy story, Mr. French Tickler. He's like, it's been a long four months. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We cut tonight.
4: What do you mean? It's
0: raining. He's having a uh, music practice session at his house with some of his students. Uh, They finish up and they leave. And as they leave, he's in the house and he hears laughing coming from upstairs. Okay. Where are you at, John Till?
4: Uh, at this point, I'm very suspicious because. The, the
0: banging pipes at
3: exactly 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Laughing coming from upstairs when I there's d- no one else there.
4: Am I sure that all my students have left, though? So I would do, once, I, once ah. I discovered that, if there's no one there, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm out. Okay. I'm out. Like,
3: are, you, are you packing your stuff or are you just leaving everything? And-
4: I'm rich,
0: apparently. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I just leave it. So we're starting a new segment on our podcast, which is John Tell's residency. John Tell's stay. Yes. Yeah, like how long? Yeah. John the tells duration. L- yeah. yeah, John Tell's length of stay at some of these places. So you're still there? Spend, yes.
3: Well, it's been John Tell's wheel of vacancy. <laughs> yes,
4: <laughs> I like that. Yes, I'm still there. I like it. John
0: Tell's wheel of vacancy. <laughs> How
3: long are you there?
4: <laughs> 15 minutes at best. Yeah, I'm, I'm gone. My, my clothes were left there. <laughs> clothes were left. Uh, so he follows
0: the noise upstairs. He hears water running, and then it stops on its own.
3: He does it a couple times. Yeah, it? yeah, he hears
0: it, and then it starts again. He finally uh, enters a bathroom, which is one of probably, what, nine yeah. bathrooms yeah. Yeah, in this 15. place, yeah. Yeah. running into a bathtub. <laughs> so he shuts the water off, and then he sees in the under the water, he gets a flash of a, of a boy. Or at least somebody. Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Well, it's a, I'm it's gone. a boy. We, you don't really know. So you're gone now. Yeah, All I'm gone. Right yeah. Yeah. Okay.
4: So John tells... You're not even draining the water. How many nights has this been at this point?
3: Probably probably about Baker's Dozen.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm gone.
0: No. I am gone. John tells length of stay lasted, what, two or three days? <laughs> Where are we at? Has
3: he been here a week? I feel like he'd been I there so. a little over two weeks, hadn't he? Maybe. He's been there for a little
2: while. It never really Yeah, started. as soon
4: as I saw a uh, ghostly little boy in the in water... a lot water. of stuff
0: set up in there. True.
2: I don't know,
3: but he also has Tuttlesworth or Tuttle...
0: Tuttlesworth.
3: And he could have been setting stuff up for her.
0: Um so he slowly backs out of the bathroom and then we quit so some of the if I had a complaint about this movie, there were several things like this. He like slowly backs out of the bathroom as like the ominous music is playing, and then right. we just cut to the next day. Like, what happened after that? Did you just yeah. go to bed? Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Just open ended.
0: So the next day he's at the historical society and he's asking Claire about the house. She questions of whether maybe he's hallucinating and seeing things. An old woman at the historical society. Did we get her name? I didn't get I didn't I know catch her name. I don't remember her name. Definitely don't recognize this action. She was
2: ve- she was very, very, very shady though.
0: Um she's Claire's boss, I guess you'd say. Miss- um, Mrs. Huxley. Huxley, thank yeah. you. Mrs. Huxley. She looks yeah. like a Mrs. She, Huxley. She she I didn't like or, her from the She tells John that he shouldn't have rented the house. Said the paperwork went through but it shouldn't have and said it's not fit to live in. That is yeah. not my fault. No right. one's been able to live in that house. Where's yeah. my money? Right. You got my money?
4: Can you explain this
0: to it me? It doesn't want people. So John says, oh, so there has been trouble with this house. Because up to this point, no one could tell him anything about the house, really.
3: Can you tell me what the house does want?
0: Right. So we go back to the house. We're outside. John, or John is outside. And we hear glass breaking and red glass red broken glass lands around John. Yep. So he notices the chunks of glass that are red, so he looks up at the house trying to find, because of what, like yeah. 60 windows yeah. on there. 70,000. Right. Yeah. But the red glass is coming from stained glass, obviously, and it's only up at the very top floor of the house. It looks like the a, a, an attic window.
3: The, the 300th floor of the house? <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: So he goes inside to investigate, but he can't find any room up here with a a red stained glass window he's he looks in a closet and he sees um boards like loose boards in a right. wall pulls them back and it's a door a door frame and it's behind a bookshelf so he moves everything out of this closet and is able to get into this this room it's got a a door it has a padlock on it so he starts banging away at the padlock with a hammer and then, we hear, and then he, he hears the banging sound again, the metallic banging sound again. It's not him, right? clearly, but it's the same it's, sound he's been hearing at it's 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he's he covering his ears.
1: Right. Um,
0: not putting much effort in with his hammer. No, he's not. Mm. No. A feeble attempt. I did like the, the padlock, though. It looked like the, one
3: of the treasure chests. Like oh, the Irish yeah, treasure chest mm-hmm. padlocks.
0: looked like one you'd use in a dungeon. Yeah, Yep. like the 1700s. Um, he finally breaks the padlock, uh, but the door is locked. So, he starts, like, throwing his shoulder into the door to get it to open. And then, after, like, two hits with his shoulder, the door just opens on its own. Another <laughs> good effect. Ooh. That's freaky. You going up there, Jontel?
4: No. Like, see... There's the, a reason this door's locked, right? Right. That's what I was like, I would just leave it locked if There's they wanted a, it.
3: But you're not at all curious why that that window shattered? I, I would...
4: Not curious enough to figure. Birds break windows all the time from inside. I don't know. I didn't. It's three hundred floors high. Birds get in houses. I'm 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 trying to give the home the benefit of the doubt, but I'm like also like there's no reason for me to go up there. Clearly, a bird broke its neck when it hit that window. So
3: you're saying you do you?
4: Yeah. And if that door is locked, it shall remain locked because it would have been unlocked if they wanted it wanted it unlocked.
3: Aren't you staying there? You're not at all curious no, no, no. what's
4: up there? I've already left like <laughs> six days ago. He's already checked out.
0: <laughs> yeah, if there's a, a, a big heavy door with a medieval padlock on it, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. I'm fine not knowing what that reason is.
4: It's like, I really wonder what's behind this door. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you I don't. would.
0: So there is um, cobwebs. It's, it's, it's a stairwell. He opens the door, and it, or the door opens. And it leads up a stairwell covered in cobwebs.
2: Yep. It's been stereotypical a stereotypical haunted house. room. Sure. It's
0: been yeah. a
3: few moons. That someone's been up
0: here. He walks up. It leads to a room. There is an old wheelchair, like the high back old school
4: wheelchair. Yep. I wish there would have been like six dogs around a table <laughs> playing poker when he made it up there. <laughs> that would have been that's awesome.
0: Where the, that's where the picture came yeah. from. <laughs> this, this, to... uh, the red window is in this room too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the busted. Um, so that confirms that's where the broken window came from. There's a desk and uh, a fireplace. He sees an old folder with the initials CSB, and it says January 1909. CSB.
4: It took us a moment to figure out what that was. As We're far not as those good things. in
0: cursive, apparently, con- because we could not tell what constipation C was. It's a remedy for constipation. <laughs> there, there is also a music box up here it is absolutely riddled with cobwebs it is yeah, There's no way about i'm going, going in there that is
4: a busy spider yeah. that was like the Although, spider from lord of the rings yeah. those are like fun. those australian spiders
3: yeah. fun fact about spider webs that's why you see them like even in in ancient tombs because they actually have a coating on them that bacteria can't stick to
4: oh so it can't break it down so right? it
3: can't break it down over time so it's just once it's there it's there and to
4: them. A human swallow seven yeah. spiders throughout their lifetime while they're asleep, of course, not like willingly. Anymore. I had seven for dinner last yeah. night. Oh, never mind.
2: We fed
3: you seven while you're sleeping last
2: night. I'm gonna start duck taking my mouth shut <laughs> when I sleep.
4: Like they just crawl in there and just I, I have, stay up. I have heard that, that theory before I stay up. I had but to. I've always
2: wondered why,
0: thank God, you never wake up when one's like crawling inside your mouth.
4: Oh, that'd be Ugh. So I'd be done. that thing's getting i i
0: think that thing's getting up chucked
3: i i never understood why it would do that because they don't really s- search out moist warm places yeah so like so why is it going in there unless it just falls i think
2: that's a made-up theory
3: but you are also never within less than about
2: 12 feet away from a spider
1: hmm
4: that's,
2: i can believe that more yeah
4: that's scary in a way. Kind of cool.
2: Yeah, if they don't like moist places, I mean, I drool a lot when I right. sleep, yep. so there ain't no way there's one I think you're safe. 12
3: feet. And I have sleep
0: apnea, so I wear a mask all night, so. Let that thought
2: rock you to sleep tonight.
4: You're
0: welcome. Yep. Scared smithlessers. Yep.
3: Have fun with that little tidbit going into your ear and digging its way into your brain.
0: So John it's is uh, showing, life. John shows the room to Claire. Here's, here's what he's creeped out about, and I didn't pick up on this until he explained it. The music coming out of the music box is the same music that he's been writing. Yeah, he's I, just I didn't, I didn't in the process of writing this composition, and it is the well, same tune that's coming out of this music box that he found in the... the I attic. didn't
3: think he was writing it. I thought it was just something that he just started playing. He'd never played it before.
0: And but it just so well, happens, but he's playing it as he's writing a composition. So this is part uh, of what okay. he's it's his picking process. out as he's gotcha. Okay, right. That's how you uh, write music, yeah. is you just kind of experiment with stuff and get it to come together. Gotcha. Because she had heard the recording of it yeah. earlier in the movie, she'd heard him playing the recording of it, and so he's showing her this is the same music coming out of this music box. Okay, and she says, Well, it's it's a really old tune, maybe it's something that you've heard. And okay. subconsciously, so we're we're playing it. You know,
4: stop! Don't do that! Don't do that to me! Quit like, making
0: excuses! Like no. for the supernatural, it's a spooky ghost. Get out of my house!
4: <laughs> like so, don't it's all actually. Functions. You stay. I'll leave. Like, yes, you're trying to belittle me at that point. I'm not an idiot.
0: So she tells John. Um, she's looked through the files all the way back to 1920, and there's absolutely nothing out of the ordinary that's taken place at the house. He says, I think something is desperately trying to communicate with me and has been and desperately wanted me to find that room, but I don't know why. So he shows Claire the attic room. Um, she notes the wheelchair, how small it is. I didn't notice it I didn't small, really either. But yeah. She's commenting on how small it is, so obviously right. we're hmm. thinking for a it's child. for a small right? person
3: or a child.
1: Hmm. Yep.
0: Or Warwick Davis. Well, I was just hmm. getting ready. You beat me by half a second. That is awesome. <laughs> so they're doing some more research on the history of the house before 1920 there's no occupants before no files exist yeah before 1920 for occupants which is unusual because yeah, that, it should weird. you should be able to especially a historical site you should be able to find previous occupants all the way back to when it was built right that shouldn't be difficult to come by yeah but there's nothing pre-1920 on this house and no, in 19 being. the last one they had was a Dr. Bernard, he had a son and a daughter, and there was some kind of tragedy, um, and they sold the house in 1909. So how did they find that, if there was nothing pre-1920?
3: Was it in that constipation book they found up in the attic?
0: Well, no, not yet, because that's how they found out what the initials were. Oh, okay. Either way, they end up going and looking in an old microfiche. Oh, that's um, right. Through old newspaper articles, and they find uh, Dr. Bernard's daughter, Cora S. Bernard, she was struck by a coal cart and eventually died from her wounds. That's a bad and day. Claire points out Cora S. Bernard, C.S.B. That was the initials on that folder up in the attic. Do uh, you, you notice what color the folder was? Red? It was red. Red means scary. <laughs> and and uh, John notes that this is a similar accident to, to his own daughter so, that she'd had.
2: Except it wasn't coal. Well, <laughs> right, but it was
0: <laughs> struck by a vehicle.
2: Mm-hmm. That,
0: yeah. John says, why is it trying to reach me? Is it because of my daughter? I think Claire is noticing him almost obsessive about yeah. this house, and she says, you really need to get out of this house. Yeah. So She's
4: trying to get him out at this point. Again, you're the one that uh, leased it to me. This is on you. Yep. This is your fault.
1: Right. Right? John's
0: looking through an old photo album of his family, and he hears a thought. I thought it was footsteps, um, but he goes to the to the stairwell, the bottom of the stairs, and a red and white striped bouncy ball. Bounces down the No. Nope. See, this is the point where it's I'm It's his out. daughter's, right. It's his daughter's ball. Which we saw earlier, he kept in his study in a desk. <laughs> Claire and had found it earlier in the movie. As you
3: guys can attest, I have a pretty strong constitution for scary things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would be out. <laughs> At that point, I'm <laughs> That's out. That's it. Yep. Definitely. Once so I it. found out that that was not, I'm sorry, that that was the ball from that,
0: that case, I'm out. I'm done. So, he goes to the desk, opens it up, and sure enough, the ball's not in yep. there. So, this is that ball. So, he takes the ball, drives it out to a like a highway bridge over a river, and he drops the ball in the river.
2: This is definitely one of my favorite parts right here. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He comes back to the house. He hears laughing at the top of the stairs again. And immediately, as he comes to the bottom of the stairs, the ball rolls down the stairs again. And this time, it's wet. Yep. Out. Goodbye.
4: O-U-T. Yep.
3: Out. The only reason I would have seen that is because I came back for my stuff. That's the only reason I would
0: have seen that. Mm -hmm. I can buy new stuff. Right. (laughs) Howdy 5000. I can't buy a new soul after it's taken over by a demon. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or sucked out. Yeah. (laughs) So the next day, he goes to, uh, John goes to the psychic research hospital. Um, one of the doctors recommends, he says, uh, mediums and spiritualists have helped with this kind of thing before. And he says 99% of the time they're frauds. But he said the other 1%, there's been some astonishing results.
3: And we just so happen to have one here. Right. And this right. guy's got
0: that crazy here. Yeah. John's like, oh boy, a medium.
3: But is it an extra large medium? Uh, <laughs>
4: No, she's no, actually... No, that
3: was from guys. She's a medium medium. She was a short, extra-large medium. Mm-mm. Extra medium. She yeah. was a
4: pair. Sometimes. This house is clean. <laughs> uh,
0: so the medium, there's like three people that come. So it's John, Claire, the medium, but then there's like two people with her. There's one of them, I think, is her husband, maybe, and then there's another lady there.
2: I think I was... Um,
0: Claire's mom? Yeah. Why would she be here? I don't know. Just for the heck of it? So she was bored. John, Claire, Claire's mother, the medium, and I'm assuming this other gentleman is the medium's husband. Assistant or something. So you don't think the
3: relationship has progressed enough to meet the mom yet?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Just checking. So they turn the lights out. Looks like they're going to hold a a seance. The medium, she looks drugged during this session. She did.
3: This was a really effective séance. Yeah, she was.
0: Yeah, she she did a really good job. she Yeah, I never even heard of again. Her, don't well, know unless she was is. a real medium yeah. in real life. So. So maybe it was. Maybe yeah. this had her come in and. But I mean, yeah, she just fake it like you yeah, normally yeah. do. That's right, called yeah. acting, <laughs> right?
4: Ah, say,
2: acting. She, she did good. I mean, she made this part seem very believable. Mm-hmm. Yep. she says you've suffered
0: a cruel loss, Mister Russell. Your wife and child were killed. There's a presence here. It's a child. So she starts auto-writing, which is where when you're almost in a trance, you just right. start moving a pencil on paper and supposedly spirits can... S- spirits are moving your hand. Right. I had never inc- heard of this before that. It's messed up. Writing. Yeah. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know how... Yeah. I don't know how... I prescribe to the idea that the, all that stuff is demonic. I yeah, think stuff I like agree. that can happen, but I think right. it's... Yeah. You're dealing with...
4: Dark entities. Yeah. But
0: it's still, it's still creepy. Oh yeah, Yeah, yeah. it makes it more creepy. If you ask me, yeah. So she's she's auto writing while her partner is there's a big pile of papers and she's just moving back and forth on paper scribbles basically. And every time she fills one up, he takes it away and she starts on a blank piece of paper. She's just continually writing, moving her hand and scribbling. Is she asking asking questions? Yes, she's asking questions. She says, "Will you speak to us?" And it finally writes the word "yes." It says, are you Cora, the the daughter of Dr. Bernard, who they found the article about her dying in the coal Mm, cart accident? No. No. What is your name? And it writes, Joseph. Did you die in this house? How did you die? Is there someone here you wish to communicate with? And it starts writing, help, 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 John. Nope. (laughs) We get a, a POV shot coming down the stairs. Um, they ask if, if you would like to speak to John. John is here. Would you like to speak with John? That's this metal cone. This, like, yeah, what was that about? metal cone on yeah. the middle of the table. What was that? I, I don't... It, it's I, like an aluminum cone. Yeah. It looked like a dunce cap.
4: If any of you guys know what that metal object was on the table... Yeah, let us know.
0: We're curious. Um, it does start wobbling, though. Yep. And then a glass, like a, like a drinking glass, flies off the table across the room and shatters against the mantle. That was a really cool effect. Yeah, yep. it was. I like that. Again, I'm, I'm out.
4: I would have already been gone. <laughs> right. But then he, why is he still here?
0: This is where, this is where this, John Tell questioned, can he d- is he allowed to get out of his lease? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I'll keep paying rent from somewhere else. Yeah. I understand I'm locked into a lease, but I don't have to be in the house while I'm paying rent. Mm-hmm. Right. I will. Like, I will live at the bus station. <laughs>
4: I
3: know you said, you, you say that it's a crazy place. Would you rather be in the, a haunted house or the bus station?
4: I know I'm gonna get robbed it, at the bus station. Guys. Is, it, is it real
3: <laughs> would you rather get your material possessions robbed or your your no no, no, no,
4: We're not going to a bus station. This is the whole world. Why wouldn't you go to a park or like a shelter or somewhere where you're past? less
0: likely to watch someone defecate in front of you? <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> like you have all these places and that that's what we're choosing. Y-
3: you said that guy, he can't he defecated the police. Came in and got him. No, 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 no. And then he
4: came back in. Yes. So did it again. They got no. The he was in. He was in an area that he shouldn't have been inside of this in this bus station. Yeah. So security came and the police came and ushered him out. And then he came back in to spite them and did that. We need to quit talking about fecal matter on this episode. <laughs> this is like the fifth, sixth, seventh time that it has been mentioned. But anyway, we're getting off topic.
0: So John's in the house alone. After, after this seance goes on. Yeah. I I don't understand. I, is he, is, is, is he like, have a bet going or something? This is where, where at the beginning,
3: I, when, when I talked about the one thing that he did that I didn't understand, like, it's full of pretty good decisions. But the one thing I didn't agree with was, why is he still here?
0: Right. Several times. Yes.
4: Right. Like, I would have just left. And then, like, this is going to, it's, he's putting himself into the problem. Now, like yeah. he, this is what's about to occur. Right. Yeah, you're doing this to yourself. <laughs> what, a, what a
1: loser! So he's got his
0: recorder, <laughs> his his uh, his recorder that he he taped the session on, the seance, and he's listening back to it. And when when she was doing her auto writing, and he's listening to the recorder, he can actually hear a voice answering the questions before the woman writes the answers down. He can hear a a supernatural voice answering the questions.
4: Nope. No. I'm gone.
0: Are you going to listen to the rest of the tape? No. <laughs> so no. A- after answering the same questions that she wrote the answers down to, some of the questions it didn't answer um, on the writing, he can still hear the answers. So it says, did you die in, in this house? And it answers, my room. That was creepy. I wish it would have been like, can't walk.
4: Yeah. Vietnam or something. <laughs> and
0: it says, <laughs> why are you not at rest? And the voice says, my father. So this is where we start to get some explanation for some of the things hang, uh, happening. John, I guess, has a vision. The, the spirit gives him a vision of what happened. So a boy, uh, like, we see a boy sitting in a, in a like it a, looks like a tin, like a metal bathtub. In the same room upstairs. Up in that attic room. And a man walks in, which we find out is his father, and grabs him by the feet and drowns him. As he's under the water, he this, starts... This
2: b- was pretty disturbing. Oh, yeah. It yeah.
0: was. The, uh, the, the boy's banging on the sides of the tub and it's making the sound that John, the banging sound the the music box falls and opens up so the music's playing and he's banging on the sides of this tub as he's and he, he's drowned it's pretty awful yeah. um, This kids
3: apparently crippled
0: yes yeah. and that's so what, yeah that's where he said can't walk right he calls claire and then passes out he's struggling like he, you can tell yeah. he's that's mm-hmm. that's
3: awful
4: yeah that threw me off i didn't know if whatever's in the house did this, did that to him, like knocked him out. Or if like, he just had a panic attack or.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it was something like that. It was just hard for him to see that vision. Right.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. That would do that to anybody. So yeah, Claire yeah, comes yeah. to the house so.
0: and she's sobbing. How did she see it? What does she know? How did is she sobbing? Like she's weeping. Right. So I don't, I, I don't I guess
2: maybe it did.
0: I think maybe she was upset from the phone call she got from him.
4: Oh, or? that would make sense.
0: So John said, I wrote some other things down that I heard one of the things he wrote down was Sacred Heart. And she says, that's the county orphanage. And he said the name Joseph Carmichael. Claire yells at John, I don't, want, I don't want to hear anymore. You have to stop. And she starts to run towards the door and she freezes and like looks panicked at the top of the stairs. So John comes out to check on her, looks up the top of the stairs and the wheelchair from the attic his wheel is, is sitting at the top of the stairs.
4: Yeah, I don't like that. Nope.
0: I mean, I'm, yeah. again, I haven't been here for weeks. but So the, uh,
3: the orphanage, though, that's where you send your possessed kids, right? Or a church. Or a church.
4: Yeah. yeah. Or in a grave. Or what, what is that, a sanitarium? Yeah. In, in, yeah, I guess I... So remember,
0: Carmichael was the name of that senator. So right. John, the next day, is in the city, and he's watching Senator Carmichael get out of a limousine and walk into a big building. Big ballin'. His office. Um, the old woman, Mrs. Huxley, calls Senator Carmichael and tells him over the phone. They're friendly. They've been going through the files.
4: What does she have to gain? like It's not like he. A uh, quid pro quo. There's He's none rich. of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. At first, is, I
3: thought she was a relation somehow to him. But like, like she was
0: like his mistress or something. Yeah. She's just That's snitching. Yeah. That's all. Yep. She's a she's a yeah. Senator Carmichael groupie.
4: Or they give. Or they get federal...
0: Are there?
3: Is there a lot of those? A lot of Carmichael groupies? I, I don't, What's
4: I don't know. What's that called? Were they... A posse of groupies? No. Whores? Whores. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that is... Harlots. It's plural, though. Remember that. <laughs> Very good.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Senator Carmichael asks for um, the name. Uh, we cut to John and Claire meeting at a restaurant. They talk about Richard Carmichael... Owned the house from 1899 until 1960. He is the father of Joseph Carmichael, the senator. But then, so that's when you're like, well, wait a second. The the ghost said its name was Joseph. So how can Joseph Carmichael be the senator if if the boy's is Joseph? So that's where we're getting explanation here. Put your detective hats on. Yep. Here we go. Ready? We're going Sherlock Holmes on you here. Yep. Richard's son was a sick child who. John is now suspecting, was murdered and buried secretly. A replacement son from the orphanage was sent overseas. He has paperwork saying that the son was to be sent overseas and not brought back to the States until he was 18 years old. So now he's wondering, he said, I know that the Carmichael's own a lot of land around here. There's a ranch. I want to find out if there's a well on the ranch. I don't know where this came from. I guess he just thinks that would be the perfect place to Try to secretly bury
2: somebody.
4: Seven yeah. days. Yeah. But what, what, what was <laughs> well, yeah, that? I th- I think,
2: yeah, I think uh, I think. the ghost, Joseph, said mentioned a well. Okay. If, okay. I, if I remember right, I think he mentioned something about uh, a okay. well. So, sure
0: enough, the Carmichael Ranch does have an old well on it. He goes to the... Of course it does. Whatever the bearded map expert. Right.
1: It's
3: what does it where, look like, that it's guy? Is this where we discover that the person living there, like her daughter's been having... Crazy nightmares. Yeah. So yes. there's
0: no one at the house when he goes there, but the name of the family that the, the ranch, where the ranch used to be, there's now a house. Where the house is at, below the house is supposedly where this well is at. Right. So he goes to the house. I didn't understand Did, why they had to show it twice. Like he goes to I the house. Yeah. No one answers the door, and then he like, and then the next scene is him going back at night. <laughs>
3: Did I just mishear the mom, or did she say that a gnome was or a troll no. was trying to come out?
4: No, you heard her right. Gnome. Yeah, okay, she said, a gnome-like boy.
3: Yeah, because wow, yeah, so I, I've got I'm about I've to got kind of a phobia of gnomes, and I'm, so I was like, maybe I'm just thinking about gnomes
2: because they're creepy. No, yeah, I mean gnomes can be pretty creepy. I, I'm gonna tie this together
4: real fast. Wizards. So, were that the reason why? So, changeling. I mentioned this in a previous episode, but like fairies. Gnomes, trolls—they're all part of the uh, Fey, the land of Thay.
3: So that's where the the name came from. Yeah,
4: changeling. I was
2: wondering what the heck that was all about. Yeah. Okay. And
4: so, and a changeling is also in that folklore.
2: Yeah, it says. Yeah, folklore. It says it's typically described as being the offspring of a fairy, troll, elf, or other legendary creatures that has been secretly left in the place of a human child. Sometimes the term is also used to refer to the child who was taken. It is the swapped child, meaning of the term that is the relevance to this movie. Okay. Gotcha. And And now you know. know.
4: That
3: makes sense. And knowledge is power. No. No, no, because I'm
4: thinking of the Captain Planet, how they would do their sign off. Yeah, no one cares about that. So on their way back, Claire is going with John back to the house
0: at night. Um, John is explaining that a large estate to Richard, because he married into his wife, was a Carmichael. Um, who had, uh, money from oil. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. The Slaughter money children. was going to their offspring. So Joseph. But there was a, some kind of, for some reason, there was a, he couldn't access his estate until he was 21. And there was actually a clause in the will that if Joseph died before he was 21, the estate would be divided up amongst charity. Oh, okay. John's theory is that because Richard knew Joseph was sick, crippled, he didn't want to take any chances on him not living to be 21. So he killed his son Joseph by drowning him and then adopted a boy from the local orphanage. Fake Joseph. Yep. Sent him overseas with documentation that he was supposed to stay over there till he was 18. When he returns, this is Joseph. He's been overseas all this time. He's magically cured. No one's the wiser. So you've got a healthy young boy that can take over the estate, and Richard can be. That healthy. is
4: all well, kinds of dark. Okay. All right. So it didn't work at the beginning. The whole life insurance thing that we were talking about, but this, in the very sense, what this man did was the life insurance game. genius. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that is exactly evil genius. Isn't that weird how this just came full circle? Yep. That's messed up. I love crime. I love everything <laughs> about it. <laughs> wow.
3: Especially, and it is interesting. I'll especially doing the much. time after the crime, right? No,
4: because no. It, at that point, it's not a crime if you get caught. Then what is it? Well, I mean, it is a then crime why, if you get Why caught. are you caught? future
0: uh, federal investigators that are um, using this episode <laughs> as evidence against Jontel, I have nothing to do with any oh, plot, oh. previous or forthcoming.
3: I think Tyler's sitting about as far away as he can on the couch.
0: So you guys <laughs>
4: all want plausible deniability. Yes.
0: I assume you've been well, tracking my phone calls and text messages okay. for years. Yep. You can continue to do so.
4: I guess. All right. So it is a crime either way, whether you're caught or not. Uh, drowning a child? Yes. yes. That's yeah. that's a crime. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. crime. I'm just saying crime. I'm at the insurance scam part. I, I, oh. The whole murder part of it was. Insurance fraud. He went yeah. overboard. Yeah. <laughs> he could have kept the kid alive somehow and still got the money. I mean, if you're. He literally could have done. No, no. Hear me out. He literally could have done the exact same thing. Like, sent the kid overseas, you know, adopted the kid and sent him overseas, and just kept that sick, frail child, sent him over there, too. And then and then bring the, the one back, the orphan kid back.
3: But the kid's old enough to know who he is, and... Cut
4: his tongue out. Cut
3: his tongue out. Smart <laughs> 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 my now, This funny. is getting
2: really complicated. <laughs> what tangled webs we weave. We're going to have to get a lawyer.
0: John, ta- John,
2: John Tell not... <laughs> me. John tell we? John would well, not, not make we. this simple. <laughs> no. You this would make like the worst th-
0: criminal of all
2: time. He would,
3: he would go to such depths.
0: So they go back to um, the, the house, the gray house. She says, three nights ago, my daughter woke up screaming from a nightmare at midnight. And cool. said that she had Not a nightmare problem. that a small boy, very frail looking, was trying to come up through the floor. Almost gnome more. I would have punched
4: That's him right up. in the face. <laughs> not yeah. a of fear yeah again i'm not trying to like
1: i would have got my
3: proton pack i don't yes, do yes. gnomes i don't do gnomes <laughs> so uh, craig you would have like stomped it you know, coming up through <laughs> the out. floor in her bedroom nope
4: what is your gnome phobia come from
3: creepy they, they just sit in the garden they just stare at you, what you i think they at? move if you're not looking i at think them. so too
1: yeah
4: like the weeping angels. have you always yes. had, had this weird phobia
3: like at least for the last five years i'm not really afraid of anything else it's just like Gnomes are creepy. <laughs> I think a, I think it all started actually with the the Trolls movie. That's a creepy movie. I don't care what like you the say. cartoon movie? Yes.
4: I never actually saw that. It's
3: creepy. I mean just how they move and talk and interact.
4: Dark, I I know check this out.
3: Yeah. It's a dark movie if you get to think about it. So later that oh, night
0: the it. the daughter wakes up in her mom's bed, stands up and starts following something. She's got a blank stare on her face. She walks into her bedroom and through the floor she can see a boy underwater staring up at her. So she screams.
3: It's a boy. It's a boy in the water.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah,
0: that's. Bad. We then immediately cut to the next day and a chainsaw cutting through the floor. Yep. So she obviously changed her mind yep. about letting them uh, look for a well. 100% what I would be doing. Yeah. John. That gnome is coming out of the ground. John <laughs> finds a well. He digs into the well and um, he finds a skeleton hand.
3: I'll be sitting there with Matilda.
0: Nope. There you go. So the police come and uh, obviously investigate. They dig up the remains um, of uh, pretty much the rest of a skeleton.
4: Okay, I thought it was going to be like a Indian burial ground at one point.
0: Yeah, the coroner. Uh, they say the coroner says that the bones could have been down there for fifty years.
4: Or you just dug up an Indian mound. Yeah. So John yeah. does not tell <laughs> the police. <laughs> right. They ask John
0: <laughs> if he has any idea where who these bones belong to, and he did not. He says, "No, I have no idea." Which is like, wait, what?
3: Those are the bones
0: that were protecting you, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's going to get a lot worse. <laughs> you,
3: you realize what you've done? <laughs> you
2: weren't supposed to save her.
3: <laughs> I, I really do feel like a lot of modern horror movies have ties to this movie. Yeah, I really do. Like mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity, true. The Conjuring, true. The Ring, The Ring,
0: Ju-on Grudge. Yep. Claire questions oh. John as to why he didn't tell the police that he had suspicions about. Because I don't talk to cops. Who the, who the skeleton <laughs> belonged to, and he says, "Without that medal, they're not going to believe they're, they're not going to want to open up a seventy-year-old yeah. case." And I, I didn't know what he meant by medal, but apparently there is a medal that the boy was medallion? wearing, yeah, yeah like a medallion. Yeah, it showed him when he was taking his when well, he it's was just in the a back case of the So John sneaks back in that night. Who's going back down in that well at night when no one's there? Not not, not me. me. No, not without Matilda. Yeah, First he, off,
4: what is he gaining? solving this. This peace of mind?
0: I think he's, well, he's still, because of what's happened with his family, he's trying to... He's feeling connected to it
4: oh, of his daughter. Oh, okay.
3: And he's, he's channeling his, his inner Lieutenant Kinderman.
4: Or uh-huh. he's working on another From uh, the uh, another scam.
0: There's no... And there's no DNA. Because I thought, how would they not know who that... Well, they didn't do DNA back then. Right. Right. And apparently didn't do fingerprints right. either. Today, they could easily trace whose bones, right. at least family lineage. Right. I say easily i have no idea how they do it i don't think it is easy but they have the science to do it just uh and technology just for the record you're not a forensic analyst i am not okay while he he's he's not finding anything and then suddenly supernaturally the chain and locket or a medallion push up through the dirt yep so it's there
4: i would have went and pawned that too (laughs) would you have touched it if it pushed up through the
0: dirt What would you have gotten? Like ten bucks? I would have got a a
4: cool seventy-five. We talked
0: about this last. (laughs) We we,
3: we talked about this last night. You'd get seventy-five dollars, and then you'd find out that you're getting haunted even more. So you'd have to go back and pay two hundred dollars to get it back.
4: Wait, so I
0: would. (laughs) (laughs) I lost money. Yes, (laughs) and you're being haunted. (laughs) This sucks. So John goes um, to Claire's and shows her the medallion. She recognizes that it's from St. Paul's Church, and the name Joseph Carmichael is on the medallion. So that's, that's obviously who this is. Yep. He says well, we have to take this to police, and he says they're not going to trouble themselves with a seventy-year-old case. I have no way of proving that that's where I found it. Right. So he says I'm gonna. Basically, he he realizes he's gonna have to take matters into his own hands. He goes as a uh, the next day as the senator is boarding a plane. He tries to get his attention and tell him that he has the medal. He's
4: running up like a groupie. <laughs>
0: <He's> like, <laughs> yeah. hey, that, this was really <laughs> your best plan to go blowing through airport security at a private yeah. jet? As, this, or as the senator's boarding a private jet?
3: Shot. This is another scene oh, that yeah. didn't really make sense to me. Everything else made, other than him still being at the house, it seemed fairly rational until he's like, he's rushing. I feel like this was like an
0: added scene. Yeah. Because it's like, you didn't really need this. But, you know, movie's got a movie. It does have to movie. The senator uh, does notice, and he seems very worried. But he gets on the plane. They apprehend um, John. The senator tells the pilot "Why would to contact I, police Captain DeWitt. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't understand that. Why, the pilot's but, got other things he's got to do here, Senator. Well, uh, ask one of your other servants. Right. But literally here in like, here. like five minutes, he's going to do what he should have done to begin with. Right. So he tells him to contact police Captain DeWitt. So I'm guessing the senator has law enforcement on his payroll, right? Yeah. He's got people. He looks in his shirt, and he's wearing a necklace that looks very similar to the medallion yeah. that um, John
4: has. The only difference between the two is the chain on each of them. One's actually linked. The other one is a full thread. True. Of-
0: so John goes back to the house, and the banging starts again, and all the doors slam at once. So he gets upset at this point. And says, what do you want from me? I've done everything I can do. There's nothing more that I can do. The spirit is still not at rest.
4: I am a composer. What do you want from me? (laughs) Right. Now this is happening. I kind of felt the same way, too. It's like, come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm trying here.
4: Jontel wouldn't even have been there anymore. Right. But if I'm in his position at this point, you're pitching a fit. Yeah. I've done all this. I literally just kicked the family out of their house and dug up a body. And uh, to no avail, I'm kerosening this house to the ground. (laughs) I'm burning this.
3: And probably somewhere on the FBI's wanted list (laughs) for roughing the plane. I'm on (laughs) a watch list now.
4: Yeah, I'm burning this house to the ground. This ruined my life. Not my wife and daughter dying. This. This is what did it. Dropping napalm from a helicopter. (laughs) 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 A car pulls up to the house, um, and a man
0: knocks at the door. It's Captain DeWitt. Uh Uh-oh. He accuses John of trying to blackmail the senator. Says the senator wants his medal back. It's a, it's a family heirloom.
4: First off, this dude came out. This He this, came out swinging. Yeah, the, well, he he was out of bounds. When you come to someone's home, you come correct. Especially if you're going to be accusing them of blackmailing and right. stuff. Yeah. Like, I would have fought you in my living room right there <laughs> on the spot. You're on my property. You attacked me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Claire arrives as the captain is leaving. He says he's going to get a warrant. I'm going to come back to the house because John tells him, get out. I don't want you here. So as he's leaving, he says he's going to get a warrant. Claire arrives, and she's upset. After the captain leaves to go get a warrant, Claire says, the Historical Society has canceled your lease, and they've removed me from the Historical Society, and they gave me no explanation. So she's upset. She says, I don't know what's going on, but I need to start getting some answers. She says, I'm going to go find out right now. Yep. And try to do some digging and find out what's going on here. So she leaves. John is in the house and he's standing in front of a mirror and the mirror shatters and a piece of glass cuts John. And then, but he sees a flash as the mirror breaks of Captain DeWitt, like with a busted up face. Yeah. Terrified look on his upside face. Upside down. And then it zooms out and he's upside down and you're looking through the car windshield.
1: That was creepy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Claire calls. From a payphone and says, "I saw a car accident. The car was upside down. It was that police officer that was in your house."
4: Yeah. See, right here, I would have hung up the phone or I would have been like quit talking on the phone. Shut up. Who are you? Why are you calling yeah, Right. <laughs> because it, like now he's implicated in a weird way, in like the worst way. Because it's like, yeah, this guy just came and questioned me, a officer of the law, at that. Well,
2: first off, they can't trace that because it was on a payphone, and uh, she true. said John. Which that could be. Any John. Yeah. It's a very common name. Gosh.
4: Could have been John Smith. John Lennon. Girl, That's you trying to John get Lennon. me
1: locked up? I would have hung up on
4: her that quick. <laughs> <laughs> I like your response. Like, who is this? <laughs> 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 who is this? That's awesome. Uh, the You're senator. A loser. <laughs> who is this? Is informed
0: then. His, his plane arrives wherever he's going. He's informed that Captain DeWitt is, has, has died. And so he asks for John Russell's number. The next scene. We get John pulling up to the Senator's house. Obviously, they've set up a meeting. Uh, Claire's trying to call John, but she tells her mother she keeps getting a busy signal. And we get, this was cool, an exterior shot of the Chessman house, and all of a sudden the light up in the attic room turns on. That was cool. So John and Carmichael talk. John explains what he knows, explains everything that we know up to this point.
4: Um, I like how it started, though, Ty. Just because the Senator walks in the room and he's like, what are you on? Or why are you here? You called me. Right. I'm just well. like you've initiated this meeting. All right,
0: I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah. but so obviously though the senator is is thinking he he legitimately does think that John is trying to blackmail him. As you would.
4: I would have. Right. I would have been like doing this and running a grift on him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So
0: John explains what he knows. He says that um this boy, what he said, what I think is that this boy Joseph Carmichael was killed by his father Richard Carmichael, which is your father or you think it's your father. Mhm. Um, A boy was sent from the orphanage overseas and returned to inherit a fortune. That changeling was you. You So Joseph, if that is your real name, becomes uh, agitated, enraged. Right. At the accusation, (laughs) he says, How much? Yeah,
3: he just whips out his checkbook. Yeah, he is willing to settle right now. His rich uh, person checkbook, literally like seven, eight zeros. Yeah, yeah.
4: Like, if you're going to give me the option of choosing how much money I'm going to blackmail you for, (laughs) okay, $10 million. I'll be back every year, too.
0: That's my money anyway. You're a senator.
4: Oh, right, good point.
0: Yep. John says, None of this belongs to you. I'm not taking your money. In John's mind, this money isn't even yours anyway.
4: That's old money, Craig. It's old money. Yeah, like I mean, like we wouldn't be able. to... That's not taxpayer dollars at that point.
0: It's true. The senator denies that his father was a murderer. I, he seems to genuinely not believe right. this. You know that old man was going to cancel that check as soon as he walked out. Right.
3: He oh. called the bank and give him give him the number, saying someone blackmailed me. Don't don't. Cancel but I didn't that understand check. if if
2: if
0: so if we're to believe that the senator. Didn't know that all this happened when he was younger. Didn't know that all of this took place with his father and his actual son. Why was he so concerned with that medal? Like, if someone from a distance said, hey, I have a, this medal. I'd be like, yeah. okay, okay, whatever. It could have been, been a medal from anything. Right. Okay. From a
3: an chain necklace? Cycle.
4: Great. So the only thing he, he's been unaware of was that there was a boy that he replaced essentially and the
0: boy is,
2: in the water yeah that his father murdered but it's right. uh, he's
0: pretty genuine he says i will not allow you to f- to slander his good name he was a good man john kind of i don't know if he has a change of heart here did he well right but this
3: he's tired the senator yeah. the senator do you really think that he didn't know on
0: some level like
4: or I, or was he was i he felt like, like we were led like, to
3: believe he he was he was completely innocent
4: in it.
1: right
0: Ignorant of
4: the fact, or well,
3: how old was he when he was
2: adopted? That's was he what the I was saying wonder,
0: yeah, yeah, I think and he was similar like, age yeah. to his son, and then he yeah. was sent overseas, and probably right. was, which I believe wiser, Melvin Douglas was in real life too. So John leaves. He said, "These are the public files that prove what I'm saying, and this is the recording of the seance where I got these answers from of what happened. It's the only copy of it, and he leaves it with him, basically saying i 'I'll let you do what you want with it, but I wanted you to know.'" That I know. I'm not here for money, but I wanted you to be aware of what's happened. And he says, I'm sorry. So, so I think, it, again, right. he, even John doesn't believe that this guy actually right. is aware. Maybe he of knew was part of it, happening? but didn't know. Right. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he knew some of it, or maybe, maybe he knew enough to know that the boy died, yeah. but not enough. He didn't know that the father actually murdered the
3: kid. Right. Yeah. Maybe he just thought that he was adopted to replace his son. Right, yeah. right.
0: And he, he didn't, didn't
3: know what had actually
0: happened. So, as as John is leaving, the senator says, if I find you've breathed one word of this to anyone, you'll wish you never came into this world. So All right. He's doing yeah. you a pretty big favor. Right. Uh, watch yeah. yourself. Like, stop. Yeah. Like you think And it I didn't cost missed- you any money. You were right. prepared to write probably a yeah. million-dollar check to yep. this guy. Right, messing with me. It was Ten a... Million. It I'm, was a...
3: Uh, yeah, you, you said <laughs> you... you you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have pushed him so hard until after he wrote the check, right? Yeah, right. <laughs>
4: he already had the checkbook out and the pen ready to go. And then I would have been, then I would have like, and actually, this, this, and that, you know. But I'm just like, D- don't, don't come at me like that. You are in no position to the strong arm me. And if right. you do, watch, do it. Yeah. You don't know that I, I, I. This is more than one recording. Yep. You think I didn't make copies? I told you that for security, but I, right. I'm a liar. I Of course I made copies. Yeah. <laughs> this was a seance.
3: You don't want to turn it to a sue on There
4: are certainly copies in <laughs> yes. different countries. It's the I big will, leagues. I will sue you. Yeah.
0: If you kill me, I will haunt your kitchen cabinets <laughs> till the day you die. Yes.
4: Which can't be much longer because you're you like not, 70. You will
0: not have an intact dish in your entire house. Yeah, so think- Claire goes to John's house, or the Chessman house. Um, the front door opens on its own. Easy enough. Don't go in. If the door yep. opens on its own and there's no one there yep. opening it,
4: that's a, yep. that's a very sign. simple. Ain't nobody got time for that, Craig. Nope. no. Not if you want well, to of it. Of course she goes no. in.
0: Doesn't find John. It sounds like John's voice coming from upstairs. So she follows it to the attic door. I love this line here. She, she's looking up the cobwebby steps. Yes. And she goes, John, is that you? Please, I don't want to come up there. <laughs> <laughs> so don't. Uh, but she hears John's voice again. So uh, she goes up there, of course. It's the leprechaun.
2: The it's leprechaun. Lept. Yeah.
0: He's throwing his voice. So the wheelchair, uh, she goes up into the room, and the wheelchair moves and starts chasing Claire yep. through the house. Just like in Leprechaun. Yep, <laughs> that's oh, yeah. true, the hospital yeah. scene. Yep, Chases true. Claire down the stairs. John arrives, and at this point, Claire is hysterical. Um, the whole house starts shaking. The chandelier in the main
4: Oh, in, in the... In the foyer. Foyer. Yeah. I like saying it like Starts. that. Why did I want to say atrium? What is that? I mean, that's yeah. the, that's A plant assumption. area? Yeah, it's an open area. Okay. But normally there's a balcony that wraps around above it. Okay. Gerarium. Gerarium. Oh, yes, like that. that's it. Gerarium. Greenhouse. Um, the chandelier's rocking back and forth.
0: John gets Claire outside. She begs John not to go back into the house. You wouldn't have to be begging me at all. Nope. But even her begging John doesn't work. He goes back inside. There's like some wind or some force keeping John from going up the stairs. I think John was going to give Joseph like a spanking or something huh. for being was, acting like this. I he gets upstairs and an unseen force like pushes him off the balcony. Yeah. Um, and he falls back down to the first floor and a fire starts running up the railing of the stairs and across the banister. That part was yep. pretty yeah. cool. And that was cool. He's going up the stairs and I was thinking of a Caddyshack. I
1: don't think the uh-huh. heavier
3: stuff's going to come down for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the Ten Commandments music is yes. playing.
0: <laughs> we cut back to the senator's home. He's still standing in his office at his desk looking at a picture of his father, Richard Carmichael. Um, the medalist, John gave him the medal. And the medal is now, he's hung it on the frame of the, of the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, the desk starts shaking, I guess, supernaturally. And then John, who's still kind of, I think, half unconscious from falling down a, flo- uh, a floor. As you would be. He's staring up, and we, he sees the senator. This was trippy. The senator's walking up the stairs that are on fire. Yeah. He's walking up the stairs of the house. I didn't
3: understand what was happening. So
0: I thought, okay, maybe we've jumped in time here, and the senator actually came here, and he's walking up the stairs. But then we keep cutting back and forth, and the senator
2: is actually still at his
0: house? So this was kind of Yeah, confusing.
2: it was it was like uh, when, when John heard the recording and everything mm-hmm. after the seance, and then all of a sudden he's like up the... Up in the attic, and he sees everything that's happening. Because uh, didn't yeah. the senator listen to the audio or something? Yeah, he did. Or yeah. I had to do something yeah. with a medallion. On and it, I right. think so it that's was, why he started he was, believing it. Yeah, yeah. And the, the whole desk was shaking,
3: so he was he was listening to the audio. And I think while he was listening to the audio, like I guess he was astral projecting into the house. Yeah, that's yeah. It was yeah. like astro projection. That uh, is, I, yeah, was yeah.
0: So uh, the stairs collapse after the senator walks. After John sees the senator walk up the steps. And um, the chandelier finally breaks loose and John just gets out of the way of it before it crushes him. Yep. John escapes while he's watching the senator walk across uh, uh, the hallway upstairs. And John and Claire drive away from the house as it burns down. The senator walks upstairs to the attic room and sees Joseph being drowned. But then again, he's still at his house and it shows him seize up. He has a heart attack. Um, John and Claire arrive at the Senator's house. I don't know why they went there. They went to the Senator's house and they see his, uh, the Senator's dead body being loaded into an ambulance. And the ambulance drives by the, the Chessman house as it's burning down. The next morning, uh, we see the burned remains of the house. Um, and then the only thing remaining in the middle of the rubble is the wheelchair and the music box. And the music the music box opens and starts playing music as we... Roll credits.
4: What tune was it playing? Was it his his Yeah, Freebird. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> <the>, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so
0: I know a lot of a lot of explanation in that movie, but there was there was a lot going on, especially there towards the end to kind of understand what was happening in this movie.
4: It got very artsy towards the end. Let's yeah, say it that. did. I liked it um, overall. I'm going to give this movie a C plus, and that's equal to. Five life insurance policy claims. (laughs) Oh. So, good for them. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. Uh, It was all about the ill-gotten gain. Like, I thought he had took the liberty of killing his wife and daughter, and he was going to, you know, get a life insurance policy, which is why he's on the phone. So, you kept waiting the whole movie on it to come out. Yeah, but then it turned out. Yeah, but then it turned out that the senator's dad was the one that was actually collecting the life insurance policy. Sort of. Yeah. In a roundabout way. So, yeah. John This would money. have been
2: a plus to John Telf. It was an absolutely just insane elaborate
4: four life insurance policy claims. Is you said five. Got. Well, yeah, but it went down because How? I did, because
2: I remembered that there was no action. John Tell would be like the worst. I, li- I
0: like I don't mean ever. to be accusatory, but I don't think you've put much thought into these grades. I I definitely
2: have. <laughs> definitely. John Tell is like I- Norm I- MacDonald on Saturday Night Live reviewing movies.
1: Uh, uh, hey, um, I take that as a compliment. I'll
0: tell you, I give this I-, I give this movie a B. I thought this was fun. I enjoyed watching yeah. this movie. Yeah. I thought it was very well made. Yep. It was very much an atmospheric horror, which um which I enjoy. That's kind of my brand. Just the aesthetic right of a movie cinematography like craig said really created a very eerie atmosphere throughout Mm -hmm. this movie i went i get a a b that might be as high as a grade as i've gone so far i'm 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 very critical Yep. i don't give out high grades easily
4: it was it had a responsible storyline too that's what i like Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good way to put it
0: this was a it wrapped it all
3: up yeah for for the time this was a very creative movie i feel yeah. It was uh, um had a lot of elements in it.
4: Minus the stuff I like, but <laughs> Uh. But we'll
3: get back into those, Chantel.
4: I hope so yeah. because like
3: you I'm, like the uh the, the the Friday the 13th aesthetic, didn't you?
4: Yeah, I like the moisture.
3: The moisture. The, right. <laughs> yeah. You're all about the moisture. Yeah. Great. we will we'll leave it there. I would give this one a solid a solid B. B minus B B plus range, somewhere in between.
2: I'd yeah, give it a B B plus. Yep. I liked it.
0: How about you guys? Have you guys seen this movie before? I'm going to guess that I just, this one just slipped by me. I don't think this is a super unknown movie, uh, but I just, this was not one I was familiar with. Let us know what you guys think. Anybody out there, uh, a big fan of this movie? Did we, did we miss anything? Are there any Easter eggs that we didn't point out or didn't pick up on? Let us know. We're always happy to get feedback. We appreciate listens. As always, though, if you're subscribed, Thank you if you're not subscribed Why not? and you like what you hear, click the subscribe button. All you got to do is click the button. Yep. You will get updates, it will let you know as soon as we launch content. Um it'll give you updates on things going on with us.
3: It may even give you good luck.
0: Yeah. Definitely hey and uh, really uh stay tuned. We have got some things in the works here that um uh, we're pretty excited about. Um we're sure you guys are going to be excited about. We can't reveal them that yet um, though. No. We Super can't secret. Speak about them yet, but they are very much in the works. And we'll be announcing soon um, kind of where we're going from here. Let me Obviously put it this way. not going to change our overall dynamics of our horror movie podcast, but uh, moving in a moving in an exciting direction. So stay tuned for updates on that. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter for updates on there. Uh, like us on Facebook. Send us an email, scaredsmithlesspodcast at gmail.com. Anytime you have a question or want to make a request, Have any movies you want us to cover? We'll get you on the docket. As always, stay
4: tuned. Stay scared. Thanks for dropping by.
2: See ya.